0: Yeah. It, was, it was hot here in Pumalanga. Eventually during the night it rained, but not that much. Okay. Mm.
1: Are you in Pumalanga or in Cape Town? I'm
0: in, Pum- I'm in Pumalanga. Oh, okay. I don't like to stay there because the issues of Corona or Wara, Wara is there. So I'd rather stay in my province <laughs> and they die here. I, I, I had to die. Yeah. Um, when things are right, I will come, no problem. But Sunday, I'm going We have got study group of joint ethics as well as PCA on Monday. So Sunday, I'll just like to Cape Town. Go. Mm. Because the, those meetings, which they don't allow us to hold them ritual.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm also going to... No change.
3: It's better to be with your family if you don't have to be in a foreign uh, province. I, I wish I can come visit to you in uh, Pondoland, uh, uh, Honorable uh you must invite me or make a program. I, I'd like to come visit you. Yeah, I will invite you also. And even chair yourself. Um, I haven't been in Kumalanga for a while, so uh, when the program is available, then we can we should come. I'd like to visit.
4: Well, Jacobs, about? you are very very welcome to visit me anytime. Let me,
5: show,
4: let me show studio. you, you, the, in, yeah, you let, me show, let me show you the dirty wet bank and I got a lot of membership books available at my place so please come and visit me and we can have a long talk and I can <laughs> you, I can make you a member of the DA. <laughs> uh, so
3: you, uh, you must give up on that project uh, I'll, come, I'll come visit you but I'll stay by my comrades.
4: All right, that's no, no problem. <laughs> no, you must really um this is an open invitation. Every anybody who wants to come and visit me, please do. Yeah, no, i got a house.
1: Honorable Kruger, I was in Witbank and, and there's no water in Witbank. in one of the you... churches and churches, and the mines take all the water and uh, they're blasting in the mines a
4: crack. So uh, no, that's not a problem. Yeah, that's not the, the the mines is not the problem. It's the Department of hello. Um, Water and Sanitation. Don't want to give us hello. a permit to get enough water out of our dam. That's the problem. Yeah, I think we must. But get I'm the mines. working on it. We
3: must get the mines to do more. They're supposed to do the social plan that for yeah, yeah. the so. they serve. So we social
4: responsibility. It. Yeah, definitely.
3: Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Uh, but,
0: King, but, hello. King, you will indicate to me, King. King, give me a signal once, once we are ready so that we can start with our meeting. It's already 9, nine hours 85.
1: Yes, Chair.
6: Good morning, King. Good morning, colleagues. Good morning,
1: chaperson.
4: Good
0: morning, my son.
1: Another from <laughs> você não é nem um jeito não é não
0: é co não é não é já tem mangalês push
7: já duas já
1: duas
6: vai que ebo ebo onde já yes <laughs> thanks I didn't want you to forget your name <laughs> He didn't want me to forget my name. Yeah,
7: that's why I'm calling you with your name. <laughs> yes.
6: No, thanks, Babrata. Thanks for reminding me my name, eh? <laughs> yeah.
1: chairperson
0: yes Raki. Uh,
1: I think I think we can start the meeting
5: okay.
1: we are having driving eight members in the platform so far
5: okay
1: and we do form a quorum I think we can start thank you will we'll join while we are continuing
0: Okay. Honorable members and our officials, our minister, do we have our Recording minister? Recording in
5: progress.
1: Uh, no, no, Chairperson. They are not. Then they are not even. I do have their apologies of us to But
0: the DG is in here.
1: Yes, the the, the DG and the chairpersons of of the the teachers.
0: Okay. Thank you. Good morning to everyone, to my colleagues and to our officials. Uh, We've got the agenda before us. Uh, the, The purpose of the meeting here is to get a briefing uh, on the analysis of state of the nation address by the president on issues which is related to small, medium, and micro enterprises in the Department of Small Business Development. You remember last week we received analysis from our researchers from parliament which which has assisted us and out of that meeting we suggest that the department must come in and respond to that sauna because it is important that
5: What happened to the chair? I we have lost you.
3: Is the chair not on the platform, uh,
1: Mr. King? Yes. Yes. Honourable uh, J-Corp, it seems as if we have, we have lost here. OK.
3: Colleagues, what do we do? Do we wait? Or are
0: I'm you back? sorry, it, it yes, it kicked me out. I'm back. So uh, I would like us to listen attentively. I, I believe all of us we do have that uh sonar address by the president. So so that we we engage uh, ask for for clarity, seeking question, empower the their response so that when they go and develop their APP, they are really in line with the sauna. And as an organ, which is doing oversight, it's our responsibility to do that, to work well with the department as the portfolio committee. So with these few ways, I declare this meeting Officially opened. Uh, I will invite your concrete ideas as usual and inputs to make this meeting healthy and fruitful. Uh, The meeting is officially opened. Let's now go to the next item, which is roll call and apologies. King, can you take us through? Uh,
1: Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, good morning, uh, honorable members. Good morning, uh, DG. Good morning, chairpersons of the entities, uh, Mr. Mahose and Dr. Androvo. Uh, good morning, uh, colleagues from Parliament and colleagues from the department and entities. Chairperson, the apologies. I will start with the apologies. The apologies that I've received, I've received the two apologies of the minister who is uh, 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 leading the roadshows of the department in, in the free state, and also the deputy minister, they are both uh, apologised, indicated that they are leading the roadshows that the department is conducting throughout the provinces. So this week, the week of the first and the second, they are in the free state. I believe today they are in Mangaung uh, uh, in Mangaong Misup. So or members that are in the platform that I've uh, identified. It's the Honorable Kruger, Honorable Hendricks, Honorable Mieni, Honorable Linkosul Tuli, Honorable Matulelo, Honorable Mtenjane, Honorable Lubengo, and Honorable Tifilias. So those are the members that I've uh, seen so far that have been in the waiting room. Uh, furthermore, uh, I've also identified the teacher of the department, the chairperson of SIFA, Mr. Mahose, the chairperson of SIDA, uh, Dr. Ngovo, and other colleagues from both the department and the entities. Right now, I've just accepted uh, Honorable Tomilang so those are members, chairperson,
4: who are in the platform. Thank you.
5: Thank
4: you. MJ. Yes, M. J. Um, I, I think we need um, to discuss the absence of the uh, minister and the deputy minister. And yes, it's a good thing that they're on a roadshow, but this program, uh, um. You know, the program of the committee is planned long before we organize roadshows and so on. So, yes, they can go on roadshows and, and, and do whatever they have to do. But I think we must be very jealous on our um, time as a committee. Everybody know on Wednesday mornings it's committee time. And even if there's a Marriage in the family, I know I can't go anywhere because there's a uh, small business committee. And I think we need to get the attitude of the minister and the deputy minister right in this regard. Because, as the president said, um, small businesses are the most important um, sector to create jobs. And our biggest problem in South Africa is job creation. Thank you,
0: Thank you, Honourable Crook. Uh,
1: we'll sorry, Chairperson. Sorry yes. to, to disturb you. I've just received a, oh. a I've just received a message that Honourable What are you right.
0: thinking?
1: I'm saying Chairperson. Hello. hello. What are you? My, my apology, Chairperson. Oh, sorry. Something
5: wrong.
1: I have to ask you to give it back to me before you end. Sorry, President. I've just received a message that uh, uh, o- o- Honorable April
5: is sick. He's in hospital. Thank you. Do we know anything about it, Mante? I think we've lost her again. I don't know what's happening with
0: you. can you come again? Uh, I was lost, it cut me out again.
1: I wonder what's happening with your network, chair. I was saying I've just received a message.
0: It is bad today. I
1: was saying I've just received a a message that uh, Honorable April is sick, he's in hospital. So I was putting it under apologies.
0: Thank you. Okay. Then, uh, Honourable Kruger, we heard you. Um, the the political lead of the department explained this to me as the chairperson that she thinks because of the the dynamic of the of the of this department, she felt she needs to touch stakeholders on the ground and. That's what we're also saying that uh, the department is not visible. We need to come up with some strategies, and more especially, if there are new issues from from Sona, they need to go down and engage. So I, I believe we'll discuss it, but at the same time, it is part of this of this committee. But I heard you. Then can we proceed to the next item, King? Uh, the department is being led
6: by the DG. DG. chairperson Yes. I just want to check with you, Chepersen, Uh That uh, the comment by the honourable member was it an open open session that we can comment because all of us we need to say something about that issue.
0: No, it is not. If that's why he said we'll have to look at it. So we'll make space for that because once you adopt the agenda, you need to stick to the agenda. So uh, I won't allow it for comment, I will, but I will talk with the whip and provide leadership because it's something that makes sense. But at the same time, if we can invite them and sit down with them and hear their other side of the story, we can come to to one conclusion, all of us. So it won't assist us to open it for discussion. Meanwhile, the affected parties are not in it. I believe we'll agree with me myself. Yes, I agree with you,
6: Chepesen.
0: Thank you. The next item is the adoption of the agenda. Can I have a move for the adoption of the agenda as it is? Honourable members.
4: Um, Chair, I propose that we accept the agenda as um, on the screen and um, sent to us via uh, email uh, by um, um, King. So Thank I propose you. that we accept.
0: Thank you. Any seconder, Honourable members?
4: Greetings, Chair. I uh, second the
3: Honourable approval for the adoption of the agenda.
0: Thank you, the agenda has been adopted. I will now invite the department. Uh, We understand that we are here with our entities, but they are being led by the DG, just to give us an overview on this briefing. I'm told the DG is on security. Yes.
8: Yes, you 7%. can talk. Oh, greeting, greeting greetings to members. Uh, uh, can we deliberate on what was raised before the, the agenda was adopted? Now you said once the agenda is the, the agenda is adopted you can't you can't uh, deliberate, but then after we are we're adopting. What is
0: happening? Can you please can you I please can clarify? clarify that? I, I, I can clarify that, uh, Honorable Baba. The matter is not in the agenda. And Honorable Kruger's proposal was that uh, he is requ- requesting that we have a session with the minister and the deputy minister on their absence. So answering, oh, Lona, oh, Baba Mtenjan, I was relating to that um, Honorable Kruger's proposal was to make a space or have a session to discuss this matter with, with the relevant bodies, which is the minister and the deputy minister. So it is not, not part of the agenda, of course. Maybe let me put it in that way. He, he didn't evenly propose that we put the matter into the agenda. So I think... I think my response was relevant to Honorable Intention. That's why he said he he accepted. But I said I have noted his proposal or his request. It is critical that we meet rather than talk about people in their absence. Maybe if we engage with them, we might also benefit from their side. So I think my response was in relation to that Honorable
8: Man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chief.
0: Thank you. Can we go back to the agenda, King? But the next item is deliberation. I was inviting now the, the leader from the department just to, to make an overview, to be able to give our, our chairpersons from the two entities to engage with us.
2: Morning, morning, um, Chair and Honorable Members, uh, the Chairpersons of the Boards who are here, and Executives from the entities. Um, we had prepared one presentation, um, which I will take the committee through quickly, and and then the, the Chairpersons can add and also respond uh, to the issues. I'll switch off the camera so that I save on the bandwidth.
0: Proceed, D.G.
5: Thank you. Thank you, Chair.
2: Trying to make it, uh, put it in the presentation for me. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Chair. Uh, This is the outline of the presentation. I'm not going to go through the outline. Uh, I'll go straight to the purpose that we are here as requested to brief the PC. Uh, on our analysis uh, of the state of the nation address on the issues pertaining to SMMEs and also indicate how these are included in the performance uh, not performance plan of the department as well as the corporate plans of the entities. Just to highlight, Chair, with your permission, I won't go through each and every um, weight uh, uttered by the President during the state of the nation address, but we just highlight the issue and how we are responding Uh, to each and every issue. I think these are the five uh, priorities that were indicated by the president uh, uh, during the State of the Nation address, um, which are overcoming the COVID-19 pandemic, massive rollout of infrastructure, substantial increase in local production, employment stimulus to create jobs and support livelihoods, as well as rapid expansion of SAE's energy generation capacity. And then this is the statement that was attacked by uh, the president i'm not going to go through it and then uh, one of the issues uh, that the president emphasized on is this creation of an enabling environment uh, to assist businesses to create jobs alongside the public employment and social protection just to indicate that as government we are supporting or providing some employment opportunities through the work that is being led by the presidency where various government departments are also supporting especially young people to get into these job opportunities. From our side as a department, uh, we are contributing through the revision of the National Small Enterprise Act, where we will be uh, looking at creating and enabling this legislation to assist us to to establish the small enterprise Ombuds Office, which is a very critical uh, office, especially for supporting uh, small businesses and making sure that they have uh, this alternative dispute resolution mechanism uh, in case they face challenges uh, with disputes with big business or even with government departments as well as all the other organs of state. The other matter that we are... The Honourable, Honourable, yeah,
6: Jefferson, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't think we are in the same page here. Uh, I, I don't think uh, the, 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 the honorable uh, member in the, on, on in the platform is interrupting, I mean, is interpreting what the president has said. The president of this country said that the government shall not create jobs, will never create job. So I understand he's, he's, he's mis, misrepresenting the president. He never said his department will create job. He said the private sector will create jobs. So I don't think what he's saying is correct. Because the president the of the point country- of order, himself
9: Point of order, made, um, Department will never create job. Thank you, Chairperson. Must not who's, be misled.
6: Who's,
0: who's making point of order?
9: It's me, um, Honorable Develias. Chairperson, can yes. I proceed?
0: Uh, I, I'm, I'm acknowledging your, your point of order. But I Thank wanted uh, Honorable not to finish so that when the department respond they respond in line with what they have said and I will, I will i will give you time to to raise that point of order i, I don't know whether it was done or not honorable mtenge are you done
6: yes uh, uh, okay. i'm okay. done uh, okay that, honorable this tendency that when we talk here yeah, and then some members will also come here yeah, and then and then, and then and make themselves uh, uh, as the chairperson of this committee. It's not allowed, chairperson. You are the chairperson of this committee. You are the one who's supposed to... to we are talking to you, not to, to, to ourselves as members. Thank you, chairperson.
0: Let me allow Honorable De Villiers on the point of order. Maybe it might assist
9: us. Thank you, Honorable
0: Jeff. De Villiers.
9: That is exactly my point. The Honorable Member has rudely interrupted the official in his presentation. That is not how we do business here. And as chairperson, I would like to ask you that we, we conduct our business as normal, where we give the official or the DG the, the opportunity to give his presentation. And then as normal, we all have our fair opportunity at the end to raise our hands, raise our concerns, and, and get our questions. And I would like to ask that that none of us interrupt the presentation to, 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 to uh to try and uh, politicize. Um, uh, the the official presentation. So um, I object to the interruption of the official and I ask that that as chairperson, you ask us to see the presentation through and ask our questions at the end, as is our normal procedure.
0: Uh, Thank you, honorable de Villiers. Not only officials, even amongst ourselves, I indicated this in our last meeting that the decorum of this uh, committee uh, relies in our hands. Let's uh, follow protocols and respect each other. Yes, if there are issues, let's, let us jot them down. I will give space. If you check the agenda, there is a space for deliberation. That's where we'll ask uh, clarity-seeking questions and even input, because the essence of this presentation before us uh, is to check whether the analysis which the department has done is relevant to, 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 do, to the sauna itself. So I believe during that time, each and every member will have the right to can say something because ours is to do oversight and guide the, the department. Let's proceed in that fashion. DG, on the stage, please.
2: Uh, thank you, Chair. Uh, just maybe to read through this or to quote the president, the Weber team in terms of what he said. Um, is that we've been taking extraordinary measures to enable businesses to grow and create jobs alongside expanded public employment and social protection. We all know that government does not create jobs, business create jobs. Around 80% of all the people employed in South Africa are employed in the private sector. Um,
0: Proceed, maybe it's my network. Are you still on the platform?
2: Sorry, yes, yes, Chair. So I was just indicating the, uh, what was said by uh, the president in, in his State of the Nation address. And as I was indicating, Chair, that we are uh, finalizing the processes of also appointing the Small Business Advisory Council, which is a critical structure because it has representations of all provinces for people to sit there and also provide guidance in terms of business policy as well as program alignment as part of creating this enabling environment is this implementation of the SMEs and cooperatives funding policy to improve access to affordable finance for SMEs and cooperatives and then lastly accelerate the implementation of the township and rural uh, entrepreneurship program, which is a dedicated program that is providing both financial as well as non-financial support to township and rural enterprises with emphasis on those enterprises owned and managed by designated groups. Uh, further to that, uh, in enabling and uh, creating an enabling environment, we are proceeding with the work that we've started in terms of ensuring that our products that are produced by our small businesses and cooperatives are linked to the domestic market, uh, working closely with the, 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 the retailers uh, in the country. We also continue with the small enterprise manufacturing program, which assists in providing uh, funding to purchase machinery and equipment for various manufacturing subsectors, as well as providing working capital. Also, uh, assisting with non financial support through the um, provision of product accreditation, certification, and testing. We are also looking at the establishment of um, six business infrastructure through product markets targeting those enterprises that are based in the township and rural areas. So those are the budget implications of all these initiatives that we are talking about as part of the response uh, to the uh, SONA pronouncements. We also, Chair, uh, as uh, the committee is aware that we are in the process of finalising the National Integrated Small Enterprise Master Plan, which will ensure the delivery of integrated, targeted and effective support interventions uh, in the SMS and cooperative space, providing the business development support uh, through uh, our small enterprise development agency, but also ensuring access to markets um uh, uh, new products as well as uh, to enable these interpret as the demand grows of their products they will be able to employ more people uh, there's the budget implications uh, chair for 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 the for the uh, that statement on in terms of the necessary master plan which is set aside in terms of the business infrastructure we have 71 million uh, that we have set aside uh, just to assist in refurbishing existing infrastructure in township and rural areas but also 700 million that is set aside for Township and Rural Entrepreneurship Program. Then the president also alluded to the fact that we are uh, in the process of reviewing the Businesses Act uh, which was transferred to us uh, in October 2020. As a department we are working on on ensuring that we get this done as soon as possible but we are also uh, aware that this will be a very contested uh, piece of legislation because it also it uh, uh, affects the municipalities, it affects the provinces. So that's why we want to be as thorough as possible in terms of consultation, so that we really don't face uh, serious legal challenges once uh, the, 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 the review or the amendment um, uh, bill is, is submitted uh, to, to, to cabinet. Um, from our side internally, we're also ensuring that uh, we process and pay all the valid within 30 days. This also applies to the entities. A review of the Businesses Act, I've I've, 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 uh, expanded on this red tape reduction program, which is part of the intervention that we are driving uh, with uh, various provinces, including COGTA and provincial departments of economic development. But critically, we're also looking at reviewing all these uh, uh, SMME regulatory impediments to reform. Will also be produced during this current, this new, the new during the new financial year, which is 23 uh, financial year, because uh, we don't really want to have this piecemeal approach where we do one amendment and we make one proposal and then we move on to the next, only to discover that there are other pieces of legislation that are still causing problems for our small piece. So it's critical for us to look at all these uh, uh, regulatory impediments and make sure that we are able to uh, deliver. Uh, on time. But, uh, we uh, we are also uh, the other commitment uh, that was made by the President uh, in dealing with the post pandemic and civic unrest support. Just to indicate that we are still continuing with um, the implementation of business recovery support, which you are implementing through CIFA. We had set aside a budget of uh, 300 million uh, to assist us uh, with this work, but also CIDA is playing a role in ensuring that those businesses that are applying for financial support do have um, appropriate documentation. They are able to meet the requirements uh, of the of scheme. Um, we also working with uh, um, CIFA in particular on the business viability scheme, uh, which was looking at targeting 150 uh, small businesses as indicated in the in the slide chair uh, we had already committed 192 million for 195 deals already dispersed 123 million for 114 of these 195 deals we did close uh, the receiving of the applications at the end of september because they, by that time already the number of applications received had exceeded the available funds so it was not going to assist us to continue uh, opening the the the, the scheme when we know that we don't have money uh, required. Um, We see that, as I indicated earlier, they assist us uh, in ensuring that these incomplete applicants uh, are also assisted, but we're also looking at the funding that is already available within SIFA to assist uh, these uh, enterprises that apply. Then there is a specific uh, emphasis that was uh, uh, put by the president on youth, uh, young people who are not uh, employed as a department and the entities uh, we've prioritized support to youth uh, women and persons with disabilities um, we as the chair and or the committee will know that last year we launched in november we launched a youth uh, challenge fund which uh, was very popular but there were some challenges in terms of the requirements uh, some of the People who applied did not meet the requirements and we then asked CFDA uh, to assist them to make sure that they are able to uh, meet these requirements. We also indicating, Chair, that in terms of all our interventions, 30% goes to youth-owned businesses, must go to youth-owned businesses. Those are the targets that we have put, especially in our technical indicator descriptors. So in terms of the targets that we have, 30% of each and every intervention must go to youth-owned businesses just to also indicate uh, that we still have this target of uh, supporting 10,000 startup youth businesses financially or non-financially. And then the budget that is set aside for this intervention is uh, 600 million. Then in terms of uh, dealing with issues around uh, gender-based violence and femicide, um, as a a department and entities, we have a 40% target uh, that we've put. Uh, there which is part of the MTSF targets supporting uh, women-owned enterprises. We also have as part of our uh, 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 APP 2000 women-owned enterprises supported to register on international platform during the 2022-23 financial year. And even on the designated products 40% must go to women-owned enterprises. And then we also have a target of 500. So over and beyond the 2,000 women-owned enterprises that are supported to be on the international platform, we have a target of uh, out of 500 that we are also supporting that is open to men as well. 40% of that must go to women-owned enterprises. CEDA, in its own program, which is targeted targeting women-owned enterprises, 1,600 women enterprises are targeted for the 22-23 financial year with training, mentorship, and coaching. We also have a target of 6,400 for women-owned enterprises in township and rural areas that are supported with basic business training, business assessment, as well as business interventions. And also through CEDA, women-owned enterprises will be supported through productivity improvement program, technology transfer, assistance program, export exhibition and trade facilitation. And then this is the budget that is also set aside to support these interventions uh, for specifically women-owned enterprises. And then the president also touched on the issue of uh, digital economy in particular. I'm not going to read the whole uh, statement by the president, but we're excited that there is progress there in terms of ensuring that uh, the new spectrum is unlocked uh, for mobile telecom for the first time in over a decade. We know that uh, we desperately needed this digital um, support uh, during the COVID pandemic, and we still need it going forward. So in, from our side as a department, we are continuing to strengthen the SME database that we established during the COVID uh, period to make sure that our SMEs are able to utilize this platform to get success, to access support, both from the, uh, the entities of the, of the state as well as uh, the private sector. So we're opening it up for the private sector to also have access uh, to this uh, platform. And then we are also encouraging interpreters to participate in digital economy. As a department, we are part of the key departments that are participating in the development of the Digital Economy Master Plan. And we have set aside this budget chair to make sure that we do have these systems in place. But this also touches on the red tape intervention program where we are creating this dashboard that will enable us to monitor what is happening in the municipal space, especially when it comes to complaints from SMMEs, you know, the processes and the period that it takes for each and every uh, issue that is addressed by SMME municipality to be responded to. So this is all part of the work that we are doing when we are touching on digital economy and the budget that we've set aside uh, for this work. The president also touched on the master plans, providing progress in terms of those master plans that have been concluded. I must indicate that uh, as a department, we are now fully on board with the TTIC in terms of these uh, master plans. We had indicated that uh, after all these master plans have been developed, we should be able to go back and say out of this work that is being done to implement these master plans, what is the role of uh, small businesses and how are we ensuring that they are not left out of the work uh, of all the commitments that are being made uh, through this uh, master plan. And then our own master plan, cuts across all these uh, uh, sector master plans that are developed by the TIC because we believe that we don't really need to have a standalone master plan, but it must talk talk to whatever is being uh, agreed upon uh, by various government departments that are delivering on the uh, various master plans. So we have set aside a budget of uh, 2.2 million to assist us in delivering on this work, uh, but ensuring that also our SMEs fully participate in the value chain of all these master plans. In terms of the agriculture sector chair, we've been working closely with uh, the Department of Agriculture because we understand that their role is more on the technical side, but the business side of it is our responsibility as a Department of Small Business Development because we want to make sure that this mandate is invested uh, on uh, uh, supporting these uh, black farmers, that money, does not go to waste when you find these uh, businesses collapsing. So we come on the, on the side of providing business development support, but also assisting them with the uh, access to the markets. So this is the work that we are doing. Uh, we have Sifa also providing financial support to these and uh, cooperatives in the agricultural sector. Sida uh, coming on board and assisting and providing this uh, business development support. Renewal energy, uh, Chair, we know that is one of the critical areas uh, that will assist us in going forward as a country. We have uh, uh, discussions with Department of Mineral Resources and Energy to identify these opportunities for essence and cooperatives and also develop appropriate interventions. So I must indicate, Chair, that even the discussions around the conclusion of an MOU are at an advanced stage so that we work uh, in a more uh, organized uh, orderly fashion with the Department of Natural Resources and Energy because we also want them to put some resources uh, in the space. So it's something that we are prioritizing, Chair. As I indicated uh, in previous meetings, we do have sector champions. So we do have a specific person in the department at the director level who's responsible for this area, uh, engaging with all uh, affected government departments, including Department of Forestry, Fisheries and Environment in the space. District Development Model. We know that government adopted uh, this approach uh, in the department. We do have uh, various uh, uh, officials who are part of, uh, who are called DDM champions, who assist us in engaging with various districts, but also assist the district to access uh, uh, us as a department together with the entities, but also other government departments. So these uh, colleagues are really critical in ensuring that whatever intervention we come up with, it finds expression in the IDPs as well as the LED strategies of various government departments. We have set ourselves a target of having 50 public engagements uh, this year in various district municipalities, because we are emphasizing the point that uh, we really, if we're going to KZN, for example, we cannot end in, in, in Deben and say we've covered KZN, so we have to go to each and every district municipality and engage uh, with them and come up with uh, the interventions that will assist us in taking the the, the economic development in these areas forward. And then as part of the expansion plan, especially for CEDA, we're looking at working closely with the municipalities, making sure that in each and every municipality, at least we have an official who's responsible for supporting small businesses, even if they cannot provide service, but they should be able to refer the service to an appropriate CEDA office, and provide you know, feedback to the small businesses. We don't want to find ourselves in the situation where people say they go to municipal, they cannot get assistance when it comes to business development support. So there are these ongoing engagements with various municipalities, asking them to create this platform uh, within their space so that we are able to provide support uh, through a, a, a small business uh, enterprise development agency, small enterprise development agency. Chair, this is just a summary of the work that uh, we, have uh, 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 taken out of the uh, the State of the Nation address and uh, ensured that uh, it finds its expression on the on the APP as well as the corporate plans of the department as well as the entities. Chair, with your permission, I don't know whether the the, the, the chairpersons would like to add one or two things uh, before I hand back over to you, Chair. Thank you.
0: Yeah, they may do so. Sifa, can you start and then see the whole.
7: thank you, Chairperson. I I hope I'm audible. Thank you, Chairperson and Honorable Members. Uh, without adding much to, to, to what the DG has said, we are well covered, mainly in what he uh, has indicated. Uh, in line with what he has uh, indicated, I should say the uh, greetings to, to the DG, honorable members and and uh, my fellow chairperson uh, Mandel, uh before I, uh, my apologies for that chair for missing that part. And um, yeah, j- just to put a bit of emphasis, we we are aligned with what the, the department is presenting, and maybe just to to hone in uh, on the key areas of, of performance that is highlighted uh, uh, from the and I'd I I basically be projection to what will be coming through the APP. That is still to be presented to your good selves as the committee. Um, it has been submitted to, to the department already. Indeed, on the agriculture space, if I was just to highlight some of the areas, we will be continue the work that we've been doing. We do fund agriculture through all lending channels of CIFA. We have a, quite a sizable um, uh, loan book in the agriculture space, which covers uh, the mainly agriculture active areas. We could uh, not necessarily be having full coverage in the rest of the country, as you've seen with the with the reports that we present in terms of footprint of our products. But we we do fund in direct lending and wholesale lending and through the credit guarantee schemes. We do fund, we fund within wholesale lending in the main, that's where we are most active. Uh, where we fund through intermediaries, uh, uh, honourable members may know of organizations like for farmers that we are in partnership with. Uh, Kwanze is one of them, and we also have a partnership with Ford Finance. These entities are mainly active in the in the regions of Mpumalanga, KZN, and the Eastern Cape. Uh, but what happens, of course, is that as we do that, we also have to be measured in that we are not supposed to overlap with what uh, the mainstream department of agriculture and the Land Bank do. So, but we we are quite exposed. It's a substantial uh, book, as I said, that we that we can point to we we have not been quite active in the in the so active in the green economy not because we don't want to but because we have not attracted a, a, a substantial number of applications on that front but we are open through all channels to to look at funding on that front in that as far as the district at first, before i even get to that as far as the the, the youth, uh, or rather development indicators as, as indicated by, by the DG without being specific, youth, women, disabilities, and so on. We've seen marked improvements in terms of performance. You'll see when we present our next quarterly report that there have been improvements in terms of uptake and the laws that have been approved. Uh, we we There will be a marked difference between our last report and the report that we're going to be presenting. We believe that we should be built on, on that. The DG spoke to the Youth Challenge Fund that we launched, we've uh, uh, done so with a substantial number of applications. Uh, We've had challenges that we intend to present to to you going going forward in as far as the constraints that we've identified uh, on that particular program that we believe together with all the other partners we can be able to deal with. Challenges that are not necessarily in CIFA, but more in terms of the responsiveness of the youth in that particular program. Although we've improved, as I say, and as far as the uptake of products is concerned from the use side. We have to enable the a better application or processing of, of, of our, or rather uptake of our products. One of the things that we have been beset with, as CIFA from a governance point, was to revise our credit and investment policy, which will, uh, it has just gone through board for approval. It will put us in better state in terms of the, the risk management side and making sure that there are better alignment in terms of standards and so on. Uh, part of it, of course, as, far as I wanted to talk about the district development model is the, is to, just to emphasize on what the DG said, is the work that we we have been doing that we intend to continue to do in as far as building partnerships between us and SIDA, as we have done in integrating our programs in the past, but also working with municipalities and provincial agencies. We are also working with the department to. Uh, at the request of the minister, look at appointment of sector specialists, which we believe could assist us a lot in terms of opening up and mapping the value chains in the different sectors, and hopefully open up uh, market access and put us in a better position to be able to to fund a, a, a small businesses. Of course, as you know, Honourable Chairperson and other members has been that program that we've been running with CEDA, initially initiated with CIDA, but consolidated upon with the launch of the district development model. Uh, the outreach programs that we go out for pitching for enterprises to be able to access funding and business support through the two agencies. Uh, that's the my brief input, Chairperson. Thank you. Thank you,
0: uh, Dr. Ndlohu, CIDA.
10: Thank you, thank you, Chairperson. Good morning to you and honorable members, Chairperson of uh, CIFA and uh, other colleagues. As well as the, uh, the colleagues, ODG, as well as the CIFA Chairperson, have covered quite a lot of things that, from CIRA's perspective, will also be part of. Uh, they've spoken, uh, the, the, the last Um, a sector specialist that we are with the department that will assist in ensuring that some of the things that have been mentioned by the dg do uh, become a reality he has also spoken on the district model and we have presented prior to the members so we still very much are prioritizing that our priority areas on the youth as well as women and uh, entrepreneurs in rural and township uh, enterprises uh, the target the members have seen the targets that we have set, so we will just continue in ensuring that those are met and they are aligned to what the president presented on the on the on the, on the on the sona uh the two things maybe that i just wanted to emphasize on chairperson uh, uh, and honorable members is the pre and post investment support that the dg spoke on um uh, we are aligning our 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 pre uh, pre-support Pre-investment support very much with Sifa uh, members have uh, spoken previously about the low numbers of our CEDA assisted uh, entrepreneurs who have applied to Sifa and have not been assisted. So we are we have reviewed the kind of uh, uh, programs and support we can give them to ensure the numbers are increasing. But even post that chair and members, we are making sure that uh, the entrepreneurs are able to, if it's a loan, are able to pay back, are able to be more efficient and more productive and assist in some of the targets that we have set for them and what we have set for ourselves. Um, Another thing that I also wanted to highlight members uh, that I think it's worth highlighting, and although the two colleagues have spoken on, it's the issues of partnership. Uh, partnerships, we are. We will be increasing those ones. I know earlier on the uh, uh, the previous Honorable Member did speak about what the President said about creating jobs and not creating jobs. For us, I think what is important is that we need to make sure that we've got a conducive environment that will enable the jobs, uh, you know, to be created, the jobs to be maintained. So we do understand it's in collaborations and partnerships that we'll be able to because whether it's the government whether it's private private sector it's or whether it's private sector jobs needs to be created looking at the state that we are as a country so our one i think it's clear we are all speaking from the same page that we need to ensure that those jobs are created in order to turn things around for for south africa um uh, chair i think uh, i've touched on on the two things that i'd wanted to highlight but otherwise my colleagues have spoken about Response to the presidency on, on his speech and how we will assist. Thanks, Chair.
0: And thank you. Honorable members, here we are. Here is the analysis by the department with its agencies. Ours is to check those gaps so that when they develop their um, APP, they are in line with the pronouncement by the president as well as the allocation of budget by the, by the treasurer. So I will allow members to add where you feel you need to put some inputs based on this analysis. Uh, King, you will assist me by identifying hands from honorable members.
1: Yes, Chaperson uh, I've got a hand from uh, Honourable Crooker, Honourable, Kruka. Honourable mm. uh, De Villiers. Uh, these are the two, two so far, Chaperson that I can identify.
5: Okay.
1: So, and then Honourable Mtenjane.
5: hmm
1: Honourable okay. Mark Okay. These are the heads of
4: Chair.
0: Okay. Honorable Kruger, can you start?
4: Please. Hey, thank you, thank you uh, Madam Chair, and thank you for the Department, Sida and CIFA for, for a very informative um, presentations. Uh, Madam Chair, uh, I agree with the President that Government don't create jobs. But what he didn't say in his um, Sonar speech is that the South African government is actually killing jobs. They kill jobs. Because um, last week, we out of the presentation we received from from the committee um, researcher uh, that more than 50 billion rand is still outstanding uh, to businesses um, by government. So Yes, uh, government don't create jobs, but in South African case, we kill jobs. Then, Madam Chair, the integrated small enterprise master plan. You know, for the past, I think it's about seven and a half years. Um, we just yeah, it's on. They busy developing, busy developing. So I would like to know from the DG. When will we see this master plan? Because it's very important that um, there must be a master plan. Uh, because at the moment, even myself, Isabadia Makar, um, we, we're struggling, or I'm struggling to understand the mandate of the department after the Sona speech. You know, there's four, four programs. One is administration, of course, which is most probably the biggest um, uh, uh, program. And then the second one, we talked about the ease of doing business, environmental, you know, stories, and then SIDA and CFA. So if the ease of doing business or um, uh, leveling the fields of the environment or whatever is going to the president, Presidency and and Mr. Sipun Korsi is going to handle that. Um, the department is only left with administration, and uh, and CIDAR and CIFAR, where where CIDAR is more involved in skill development and CIFAR in finances. Just to 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 to, to make it very simple, um, and I'm sure there's other departments like um, the CTAs that can do the CID, um, skill development and um, the treasury that can do finances. So what I'm trying to say is um, I think it's about time that that we sit and, and propose that the small business um, development um, goes to the president and um, it's run from his office so that we can see something is happening. Because for the last seven and a half years, um definitely... We um, struggle to create jobs and to be effective. Um, you know, the last information I had a look at is that only 6% of adults in South Africa um, wish to start a new business. Now, in the rest of Africa, it's, it's, it's over 50%. So um, surely, and I think this, this research was done in 2020, so surely there's a problem with um, the department and small business. Then the last thing I want to talk to is a budget of, of red type. Um, the, the president felt it, um, or, or the, the president uh, have a, a long discussion in his sonar speech about red type and how red type is hindering small businesses to be successful and of course hindering job creation. But but our budget in this department, um, the, the, the budget is only four million. If I'm correctly, but maybe I'm under correction. And if I'm correct, it's only 0.15 percent of the total budget. So surely, surely, if this this four million is the money available to reduce red tape, which is the elephant in the house, um, surely um, we and and and. If, if red tape is an elephant in the house and we throw 4 million rand to kill this elephant, I'm sure we won't make a dent in the red tape. So, um, that's what I want to say and thank you uh, Manche. You are lost
5: from- Oh, uh, were well, I lost. Oh, she, she,
1: she's, she's, she's done, Chairperson.
0: She's done, eh?
1: Yes. Sir.
0: Okay, the next speaker is Honorable De Honorable De Villiers, the
9: Thank stage is yours. Thank you very much, Chairperson, and uh, good morning to all other members of the committee and officials present. Um, I would like to ask the following few questions on the presentation that we just received my um um and also on on some general matters for the department Under of smart so my first um a uh, uh, question is i would like to understand from from the d g how um and and i would also i would firstly just like to thank him for the uh energy and the preparation of coming here with a with a presentation that actually reflected on what the president said. Um, we can differ on our interpretations of it, but I appreciate the fact that he did come out and at least give us a, a, a well thought through presentation. Um, so I'd like to firstly ask, uh, in his personal opinion, um, or un- I'd like to understand, how does the new red type production position in the president's office and the red tape production being done by the Department of Small Business Development, how would that work together? Is that not a doubling up? Is the minister's work not actually now being done and the department's work not now being done in the president's office? Um, and is there any attempt by this new position to synchronize or to talk to the Department of Small Business um, it seems to me like a terrible waste of resources like um, uh, this this should be something that is being done by the Department of Small business and instead of the President centralizing even more power into his office and duplicating um, current functions in the in in the department of small business and in and and duplicating the job that the minister must must do um uh, in into his own office it does not seem it seem correct to me so i'd like to understand what how do we how do we as a department how do they as a department work together with with this new position what is the how is that going to work my um second uh, a, a, a question relates to the business recovery support scheme which in my understanding is the support scheme which was launched past the KwaZulu-Natal and Gauteng riots to assist uh, businesses that were uninsured um, during the riots. And that, is the, the, that really leads to what my question is. Um, I see it's, uh, we talk about, uh, Let me just open this on my computer, we talk about 192,6 million uh, rand, so that's 194 deals that were approved for this fund. Now, my question is, how did the department get it right to approve so many deals and uh, uh, to this extent of money, um, where it really struggled to approve deals for the COVID relief funding scheme? Um, And the the reason that we were given why it was so tough for the COVID relief funding scheme is that the businesses affected um, and who applied to the COVID relief funding scheme rarely met the um the, the 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 requirements that has to be met um, in order to, to 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 get um funding so i just want to understand was the requirements for this fund for the viability scheme much easier than the other scheme um and and why is this, this there been so much quicker and sudden uptake of this scheme versus the covert relief scheme um and, and what lessons can we learn from that is 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 the one done being done better than the other um, and and specifically, what are the requirements? Um, and and also, then another question following on that: um, Can uh, the 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 DG please confirm the list, the full 194 deals that were approved? Send us send it to us as a committee so that we can see who were these uninsured businesses that qualified for this re- relief funding, and where did the relief funding go? Um, and uh, with that. Um, Chairperson, those are my questions and i hope the dg can assist me with, with all of those answers thank you very much
0: thank you honorable divilias it's progressive because you are sticking direct to the analysis by the department and the next speaker is honorable uh, tenjana well uh, uh
6: thank you very much
1: uh once again Chaperson. Uh, Chaperson, oh, it was it was learn.
0: Okay, she will come after him. No problem.
6: Proceed. Chaperson, okay. can I proceed?
0: Yes, proceed, She will speak okay. after you.
6: Okay, thank you. Thanks, Chaperson. Uh, yeah, Chaperson, um, we we all understand here as a committee that indeed uh, the presentation here uh, it, it sounds very well. Uh, But the problem here might not be necessarily the presentation itself. Remember, they are here to present what must also reflect, especially on the ground, on our people. Now, when we listen to these presentations, yes, they sound okay, they sound okay to us as a committee, but they doesn't speak to the people. That is now the problem. As we are saying, this department, since its uh, inception, this department never, never, never helped anyone, if I'll be honest with you chairperson It never helped anyone, if I'll say, because the people that we, we consult as we do our constituencies and, and stuff, they, 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 when we tell them about programs that we have here in this co- uh, department, they also are surprised, some of them. That means the department does not talk to the people in the ground. And we cannot come here as a committee and pretend that everything is a business as usual. We cannot, because we must also be seen working because we are being sent by these people to come and represent them and work for them and come back and report to them as well. So if there is something that we don't see uh, as it's supposed to be, we will speak, we will talk. We won't be afraid of of speaking about these things because it's our job to do so. Unfortunately, if it doesn't sit well to someone else, then it's another problem. This department, does not help our people, the people of South Africa. It does not help them at all. But also, as we always say, that the fish to start to rot at, at the head. It starts with the very same uh,
10: uh,
6: uh, 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 leadership uh, in the form of a, a, a minister and a deputy minister. And I understand it's a topic for another day, but we must speak about these things because that is where the problem starts at Chepesel. This department, does, no one is taking it serious. For example, the, the same department, if you will understand, it contributes about 90% uh, of job creation in our in every department that is in the country. So it's a, it's a very, very, very important uh, department, which was supposed to be taken serious. That is why some of us were saying, even if, if they can't control or if they can't run this department, these uh, ministers and deputies and, and leadership here, then let's take this department back to, uh, trading and in, in an industry, because that is where it came from in the in the beginning, because maybe it, it's going to be better that time now as it's because this side, it's not at all. It doesn't it chaperson it doesn't help anyone. And it's, it's bad if we're going to lie and pretend that everything is fine. So uh, I think when we, we start to speak the reality of what is happening in this department, that is when then now things are gonna start to be all right. Because you can't build a house in a foundation that is not good, Chairperson. So that 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 was my, my, my input, uh Chairperson. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Honorable Ntenjana, you for your input. I believe the issue of uh, appointing Mr. Nkosi will assist us. And I still remember we have in our last meeting, indicated that he must come to the portfolio committee and describe his uh, job creation as well as the relationship uh, which will be there between the office of the president as well as the office of of the, as well as, as the department. And that will assist us. Yes, it's our role to do oversight, but at the same time, we must guide on what is it that we think must be done to to uplift? Because issue of unemployment cannot ignore it, cannot turn a blind eye. Must be hands on as 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 the portfolio committee. So we'll package these things the day Mr. Tengkoso will appear to us. We'll make sure that ministers are there. Again, I will propose we we spoke about this li- slightly that in other departments where they think it's, it's inconvenient to meet with the minister, they even did have this meeting during late hours. So I believe it's something we can't uh, continue singing one song and we don't. And I think we will have to take a decision to make sure that to, to, to be able to. Move smooth with the department because we are not fighting each other. We are doing our oversight, and we must also guide. So I I I wanted just to indicate that so that not that I'm not uh, listening to you honourable members. I'm singing the very or feeling the very same sentiments with you, but we must have a way on how best can we. We deal with these things to to be able to open or assist our people. There are a lot of things, the the Small Business Act, which needs to be adopted, will also assist us. And the relationship uh, between the, the the relationship between large retailers and so on must also be taken into cognizance. The accreditation, certification, tertiary, and and and, and testing. Uh, is part of those uh, frustrations. So uh, I, I I fully agree with you, but as the leadership, we need to provide leadership. We need to make sure we can't surrender. It becomes a problem. And then Honorable Babala, can you come in, please? I can't hear you, baby. Oh, I don't know whether others are able to hear you. Myself, I can't hear you.
3: It's too soft,
6: Che.
0: Hear me yes, then. Yes, 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 yes. But now I'm off,
7: fine.
0: Switch off your your video so that you can be
8: audible enough. Okay. You hear me then? Yes, yes. I'm audible. Okay. Thank you, chair, and... uh the uh, greetings to honorable members. Uh, you know, the problem starts when, the frustration starts when uh, there, there is a contradiction of uh, ITS because now the problem is we are here to, uh, debating on the sauna of the president, but uh, the presentation of our, our, our department, it's a true reflection of what I think the president should have been started to, 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 to meet with the, 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 the committee and find out on what is happening on small business if, if he doesn't know. Because you can't come here and give us a very powerful and uh, informative uh, uh, presentation. Today, this one is yeah, it's quite right, but in terms of comparing and, and responding to the sauna. Uh, from the president, it's a contradiction because here we are saying uh, we will create jobs, but the president said we are no longer creating jobs. N- not knowing that the small business is, 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 is there in all departments and is the one that is playing a very big role. But the problem now is now that uh, we are keeping uh, as a small business uh, members of, of portfolio committee and us as, as well, we we are we know what must be done by small businesses but the problem is the thing that was announced by the president the whole president of the country in the state of the nation address to say that uh, there is no creation of jobs the, that's the problem Chair, that we cannot even uh, avoid or else we can just we cannot uh, say that no Us, as a portfolio committee we believe in uh, that we know what is happening, because we are the ones that are on the ground, we are the ones that are serving the small business, yes. So uh, the other thing I wanted to say is that, because we requested as well that, can we please have the minister and the deputy minister and the president to come forward, and to come and become a part of this uh, portfolio committee and to, 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 to account on, how how, how how does it uh, happen, Uti? We, we find our, uh, ourselves with Mr. Nkosi or whoever that is uh, given a responsibility to help us more. You know, this, the problem starts when people are reshuffled. You don't take people like you, Chaperson, you understand this committee very well. You are not, uh, the, the, the president is not taking a person that is, uh, is on daily basis servicing the same department. You take another person with another to, from another uh, department to other. It's a, that's the thing that is, makes us to become a, a, a dumping pin where someone who is not performing is taken to small business. No, it's, it can't be correct. Yeah, I, I concur with members that, yeah, the, pres- the presentation is the true reflection of the small business, but the problem now we have is the son. So that is contradicting our our efforts and the efforts of the small business. So, uh, chair, uh, we are sorry that he was so angry with the thing that was happened. This thing that happened, or the, with the, the 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 announcement of the president to take this to take us very very low. We are taken not serious because it seems as if he did not come to the committee and see the the things that we are we want or to verify if we, we do have we do have a problem uh, we didn't even write to the president to say no uh president because the, the the problem that we have is a minister and a deputy minister so can you please remove but he does as he wishes. we don't know the direction now we are just we are just in the middle thank you chair thank you sir thank you
0: chair hey honorable baba lsoyang lopi shela <laughs> Uh, uh, honorable members, I be- <laughs> I believe uh, the she is the correct. Chair. She is correct. The invitation to Kenev Mestenkosi and uh, the minister will assist us uh, in terms of rules. We can't call the can't summon the president to come to the portfolio committee, but we can register our concerns because. We are the watchdog of the department. Um, DG, with your team, some were comments, some were questions. Can you please respond to to the question? But our position as the portfolio. Okay, hey, committee... don't forget me. Oh oh oh, oh. I'm sorry, Papa. <laughs> uh, you, you may come in because I wanted now the department to respond. Come in. We
3: Oh, thank you, Chair, and uh, greetings to you and the members again and everybody on the platform. Let's start by um, acknowledging I share the sentiments of all the members that this is a very comprehensive presentation from the Department. It does respond to all of the issues that the President has raised, and uh, I want to start there by saying it's a good plan. And uh, I share the concerns of members that there is area for room for improvement and they need to do more because the need for growth is more. Job creation, I think in our last week's presentation, we heard that small business is everybody's business and small business create the biggest jobs. So we as this department must create an enabling environment. So I don't want to enter the debate of whether the state creates jobs or or the private sector. It's the private sector that's in the business of making profit and uh, creating jobs. But ours as government is to create an enabling environment in partnership with private sector, in partnership so that we have fair wages, so that everybody, it's a win-win deal for all of us. And I think our government has done a good job. I mean, now there's a a program called uh, (coughs) Mobi South Africa, where young people can be incentivized to work in private sector. And private sector can get BE uh, incentives uh, if they take young people. It's a good thing. It's a, it shows that our private sector are patriotic and they believe in South Africans. But Chair, let me come to the questions. I think there's a few questions I want to add. So the first is um, eight out of 40 of the departments comply with creditors within 30 days in the last financial year. And so we want to ask if the Department of Small Business has an audit, can do a name and shame, just like municipalities put the electric off if, if we don't pay our, 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 our electricity, can we do a name and shame in all of the departments that don't pay their 30 days uh, on time, especially for small business? So that's the one question. What is the status with cooperatives um, and how are they going to benefit from the solar announcements? Um, where are we as government? Because government is a bigger uh, player and we procure many things. Where are we with 30 percent set aside for SMMEs. So if 30 percent of government's procurement and services go to small business, township business, uh, informal black traders uh, in the dorpies, then uh, we can share the wealth. So I, we must ask the question how far we were that 30 uh, percent. And I think we can go that also to the private sector. That's why we asked for the competition commission to come to us and explain to us what are they going to do to ensure that the big companies like your your pick and pay and your shop rights and everybody and your Woolworths, because they control almost 80% of the market share of the retail. And they're keeping others out. What are they going to do to ensure that they uh, create this localization? Um, <clears throat> another question I have is the, is the, the spectrum. And I think, uh, DJ, if we can just talk to how are you helping small business cooperatives also access the opportunities of, of spectrum? Um, I know you didn't speak. You did speak about the green economy, but you didn't speak about the cannabis um, industry. And I think it's something that we were, that we did raise last time. That cannabis is grown by South Africans. It's uh, in informal uh, traders, and we want to ensure that the cannabis economy don't go to the big multinationals again um, or established companies. And so, how are we, as this department, going to prepare for? for the cannabis. Uh, I, I think the president spoke about 130,000 jobs. And we're very excited that we can get after all these years, townships, Rastas, um, our informal economy to be part of, of the cannabis um, uh, industry. <clears throat> Chair, um, if you indulge me, just the few questions on the, uh, the acts. We have the National Small Enterprise Act. When will it be available for comment? We have the review of the Business Act. Again, that's going to be controversial. So I just want us to have some legislative clarity. And if they can't do it now, maybe we can ask the minister to come and say, what is the time frame and after consultation with other cabinet ministers? Because there's a township economy bill in Houting in, in, um, and uh, in KZN, which is doing really well. And then here in Cape Town, you have a, a city that is still declaring war on informal traders. Just yesterday, um, this, 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 uh, the courts has to say that um, the city must stop evicting informal traders who doesn't have permits. So there's still a persecution of war on informal traders here in Cape Town. So we must ensure that cities like Cape Town and many of the DA dorpies that don't like black businesses, we must ensure that they are part of or, or get opportunities. Um, this advisory body is a good thing, and I, I want to know, DJ. When, how, what's the terms of reference for this advisory body? Um, <clears throat> the cooperative policy is something that we did year ago already. So when, when, when are we going to see this cooperative policy? Um, the Township Rural and Entrepreneurial Program. Um <clears throat> the complaint is that people are applying, but they're not getting the money. So can we use smart technology? We said that people must be able to, on their phone, apply and they must get the response within a quick period. Because I think that's the big challenge, is the internal capacity. And if we can use smart technology, are we going to do that? Uh, I think we did speak about the pay 30 days um, in 30 days campaign. Um, then the big challenge for me, Chair, is the, the viability scheme. Are we going to roll that out? The, the, um, then we must also talk about the access to finance. So the president uh, talked about the loan guarantee or the bounce back scheme. I think there's 15 billion allocated this time around. Um, Last time during COVID, the president said that there will be 200 billion Rand available for small business. But you know, the banks didn't make it easy for small business. We were in the middle of lockdown and only 9% of that money was used. So what are the lessons that we're going to hear? What are the lessons that we're going to... To make it easier, so first of all, we need interest-friendly loans to our people. You know, poor people can't afford these high exorbitant rates. So we want the National Treasury, we want you and BASA, the bank, Banking Association, to come to us and explain. This 15 billion rand that the President talks about is a great thing. If we can make what the President is saying, the Sona that it, it, it will be helping all of us. So how are they going to make these small loans available? And what are the lessons that, we, that we're picking up from that? I think, Chair, let me just check if there's still one or two. I think uh, the merger issue uh, has not been uh, touched on. Um, and also the 12,000 small-scale farmers, that's a good thing. But again, how? Um, let, me, let me conclude by saying that even the youth, even the women, the targets of 2,000 women, the youth application, all of these are really well I think what we want to see as this oversight committee is a timeframe, a how, a when, by who, and progress to date. Because you see, if we, even if we implement 10 of or 15% of what we're saying here, it will make a bigger interest. Chair, in conclusion, I'm one of those that are very optimistic. We have a very young, energetic minister. She's on the ground, and I think we must give her a chance. Um, We've got a plan and we've got capable DGs and officials. So we, our job is just to ensure that we provide them with the enabled support. Look, we can play our politics, but as this committee, the, the pressing issue is the creation of jobs. And if we implement this plan and what the president says, we will create jobs. Thank you, Jim. Uh,
0: thank you, um, I'll now invite the department to respond on questions only. Those other issues of comments, just leave them. They were comment. Respond to questions and then I will close, I'll wrap up the meeting.
2: DG. Thank you very much, Chair and the Honorable Members, for the questions. Some I will handle and some will be handled by the chairpersons uh, of, of, of the entities who are here on the platform. Just maybe the first question from Honorable Kruger on the master plan issue. I must indicate uh, that maybe there is a confusion between the master plan and the National Small Enterprise Act Amendment bill, because the master plan, uh, it came after DPME had concluded the evaluation of the um, integrated strategy that was developed in 2010. So the master plan, that we are finalizing now is being done uh, following the master plans that are done by other government departments, which are led by DTIC, and some are coming from uh, Department of uh, Tourism with the tourism master plan. We also have uh, the digital economy master plan that comes from Department of uh, Department of ICTDT, uh, if I in short. So our master plan then cuts across all these master plans where we are also identifying the role of small businesses within these master plans. We did take it to cabinet in September last year and cabinet made some comments and they asked us to make some revisions. We've done those revisions. We are in the process of taking it back to cabinet because what we had planned to do is that we take it again to uh, for public. It must be gazetted after cabinet approval for public comments again, even though we know that we've done a lot of consultations, we still believe that maybe there are some people who are not aware because it's not our master plan as government or even as a department, but it's something that talks to the roles of various stakeholders, the private sector, the academia, the communities, because we know that the work of developing small business is not just our job as a department. So we should be taking it uh, to cabinet within this month so that the cabinet can approve for it to be gazetted for public comments after public comments then it will go back to to cabinet for final approval so that's that's where we are uh, it, it did go to to cabinet uh chair and cabinet i think because they really uh, analyzed it and then they requested us to make some amendments so we've done some further consultations that's where we are as, as we see and then uh another question was the issue of red tape. I think it was also touched on by Honorable De Villiers. um The pronouncement was made by the president during the State of the Nation address. We have not yet engaged, but I know that the minister is engaging on this matter. They had requested us to provide some information in terms of the work that we are doing. But it's critical, Chair, for us to have the support of someone in the presidency because Red tape is not just uh, uh, things that are happening at the municipal level. There are quite a number of issues that have been raised by various stakeholders. Some, they touch on tax policy, and us as a department, we don't have the powers to go and tell Treasury, who are the custodians of the tax policy, to change this and that. But when the presidency looks, you know, uh, from, from his position as an overall leader of government, they are able to persuade different stakeholders to amend uh, certain provisions. For example, one example I always give is when we approached CIPC, you'll know that uh, gov- uh, sorry, SMMEs are expected to submit annual returns and those annual returns, they also uh, have some cost implications so you don't just submit your annual returns every year, but you have to pay some money. So when we approach them, you know, trying to persuade them to do away with this uh, requirement, I think it's 250 that they have to pay each and every year getting a qualified accountant to assist them with the books every year it's very costly for for small business and they spend a lot of time with these compliance issues they told us that no we are making money through these uh, contributions by small businesses so where are you going to give us this money that we are making through these contributions and then we couldn't really commit that will assist you you know, to close the gap in terms of the money that you are receiving through this another returns. So it's this, we see this role of the presidents in assisting us to persuade all these government departments to amend or do away with those legislation or those requirements that causes red tape for our, our small businesses because I think the members are clear that they know that the role of small business is to create jobs in this country and we are the business biggest contributors in terms of economies when it comes to job creation and economic growth. So we see this role as that someone when we say this is the issue we are facing, these are the proposals that we are saying must be made in terms of amending this and that. And then they will be able to go with that authority from the president to change uh, the, the, those particular uh, requirements. And then Oral Kruka also indicated that he's concerned about the budget uh, and the red tape. uh, Chair, as I indicated, mostly the things that require intervention around red tape, it's more regulations, it's more uh, acts that have been put in place or the requirements that have been put in place. So they require the change of the acts or change of the policies or change of a direction that is taken by various uh, uh, organs of state so it's more about advocacy but also being able to persuade this the budget that we've set aside for example is for that pilot that we are we've started with um, the three districts in KZN uh, to come up with this dashboard which is an IT system which assists us really to move into the digital world because we cannot really expect us to be all over the country but we can if we have a system that can assist us to monitor uh the the handling of complaints you know the the period it takes for example to issue licenses so if we have that system we want to pilot it if it's successful then we can be able to come up uh, to treasury and say treasury look this is what we've piloted in case again these are the results and then we are able to persuade them to give us more money uh, or avail more budget so that we can roll this instrument out so it's just for the pilot the four million that we've set aside uh, for 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 the red tape, uh, Chair. Uh, honorable Chair, with your permission, I'll also request maybe uh, the, 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 the chairperson of CIFA in particular to respond to Honorable uh, devilia's question around business recovery support, as well as the list that uh, were requested in terms of the lessons learned. I must indicate uh, from our side as a portfolio, we, we really learned some good lessons from COVID. I think we are in a different situation compared to where the situation we're in when we had COVID. Definitely, there's some lessons learned. But let me allow the Chairperson uh, to expand uh, on this matter. Thank Uh, you, DJ.
0: Thank you, DJ. Uh, Chairperson Uh, Mahose?
2: Uh,
7: Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Um, I will try and be very brief. Uh, I think um, just maybe a a statement that one would say. I understand that you... You did sensitize, but some of the things have to, to be cleared in context. Um, uh, it, I think I did raise Chairperson the other time that the problem is that when we report in between, uh, we get lost in the process. We, we, we get to discount the facts that we would have reported on before. So, because so, as I was listening, I could pe- see, pick up that honorable members seem to be confusing even some of the performance in some of the areas. So, so we never reported to the portfolio committee that we, a lot of people that applied for the COVID relief scheme uh, did not qualify. It is not a fact. We never reported such. In fact, through the COVID relief scheme, uh, we received in excess of 3,500 applications at a time, and we approved around 1,400. Not because we didn't want to approve, but because the budget that we had was, was limited. We could not go beyond a particular point. We had to to manage within the confines of what we had. In terms of the actual amount that we approved, it stood at around 513 or so million, over that, in fact, we want to put that same. But the issue is that in the structuring of our contracts with those that we approved, we could not approve a person, for example, and say, we're going to give you, we're going to give you. 600,000 and immediately disbursed the entire 300,000. In all the cases during the COVID relief program, we had an arrangement where the beneficiaries were to access the money uh, in tranches. For each tranche that they would throw down, they would come back and report to us and say, This is what we have done, and we release the next tranche. It was just a, a risk mitigation measure. With, uh, with with public funds, in the course of that period, the reality that sh- that that hit all of us on both sides ourselves and, the, and and the applicants. In some cases, you found applicants where, as the as the the restriction measures in terms of COVID got a bit loosened, some of the SMEs were in a position where they could survive without our money. And they simply indicated, let's say, for instance, in the third tranche, if people were supposed to draw down down two tranches. An SME example would draw the first tranche report, draw the second tranche. In the third tranche, they say, I am in a better position now, uh, depending on the sector that they are, because our sector is a bit open now. We can trade, so I don't need further assistance. Hence, as part of the consolidation, there was a redirection of that money, and part of it was taken to, to... to 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 the to, to the viability program that that's exactly what happened, Honourable uh, Tuvilias. There was no issue of people not qualifying, except for people whose perhaps would not have tax clearances, all those kind of normal things that we do as we lend people. So there are a lot of lessons during the COVID relief. I'm trying to brief again. One of the things that we 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 at in fact the COVID relief period was the highest ever volume of approvals within a time limit by Siva ever in its history. Our people were working even during weekends, working very excessive hours to process applications. And the reason for that, one of the limitations which we're addressing now, which, which Honorable uh, 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 Jacobs in fact uh, pointed to, is the fact that our systems were not digitized enough. So during the screening period, when you are receiving large volumes of applications, initially, it takes you a lot of time if you're not digitized to process those. And therefore, your turnaround became time delayed, becomes delayed. That's one critical lesson that I can pick up, which we have transferred when we dealt with the with the Youth Challenge Fund that we're currently dealing with, because the screening process was digitized; it was quicker for us to infect process those, which were uh, in excess of two thousand five hundred applications in this case. I'll point to that later. And um, coming to to to, and there may be others. I'm just giving an example. So the other lessons we know there has to be more efficiency. Communication must be better which takes me to the point uh, that Honorable Matulero Matulero was raising. With due respect, I understand the frustration that the committee is experiencing. Uh, Like all South Africans, all of us, we are conscious of the need for us to help our people. We do want to help our people. We're doing our best to help our people. But it is also important that in that frustration, we don't distort the facts. It can be correct for us to be told that we are not assisting our people. It is not correct. Otherwise, we can't be reporting to the committee this time that we've approved so much applications of this vast this amount of money, we have approved as, 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 as to, again in the history of of of, of, of CIFA chairperson the approvals at CIFA as it stands now, even before we, we reach the end of the financial year, we're standing at one point five billion rand of approvals of loans that have been uh, that have been approved to to SMMEs as it, and I'm talking to date, the loan book of CIFA has grown ever in easy three to over three billion rand. Uh, it says the portfolio that we are managing at the moment over the years, that has grown to that much. In this business today, we are sitting at $1.6 billion. So we are helping our people. I agree that there may be issues of messaging. I agree as the Honourable Fires indicated that we need to always look to improving. We have to improve because if indeed you go into an area, even ourselves as a ciFA and our people do say they don't know this program, they don't know that program, it means there's something that we're not doing correctly. We ourselves have experienced it and we accept it, but it does not mean that we're not helping people. Uh, so, so one of the things that we've been discussing with the minister to, to ameliorate that particular part is the fact that, you know, given the nature of the work that we do, sometimes we, multi, we multi-message and it leads to confusion. Uh, we, like for instance, uh, since uh, honorable members over the past two, three years you, you pick up, there's been a program called PREP, TREP, there's a Youth Challenge Fund, there's this and that fund and this and that fund. Sometimes it can be confusing to people. And we're making a reflection about two weeks or so ago. So we met with the minister the the of of and We said, what is it that we need to do in terms of repackaging and aligning our program so that we don't be, get to be seen to be sending mixed signals in terms of what is it that is available within CIFAR? I think the most common message that all of us can spread is just to indicate that CIFAR assists people in these sectors of the economy. That would help all of us to be able i'm just saying as a means of communication and communication people are then the media because it simplifies the message and people are able to know that if i have this kind of business i can apply if i have this kind of business i cannot apply and therefore i can go elsewhere so of course we've re- reported many times uh, to parliament uh, to, to to the portfolio committee that we believe our marketing leaves much to be desired. Yes, there have been improvements, we've been spending a bit more on marketing, but it's still not something that we are satisfied uh, as a board of CIFA that that, uh, CIFA is visible enough uh, from people understand. Some people would, in fact, not even know what CIFA is, we understand that, but it's continuous work that we have to do all the time to make sure that people understand and and we're able to reach as many beneficiaries as possible. Uh, uh, Honorable Babala, I just want to, to, I know you said you shouldn't uh, uh, comment, but i think it's important to to really appreciate the the the, the positive feedback that we got from honorable blaha in agreeing that indeed the report does reflect uh, what we are doing as as the the, the DSPD family with a, with a, with the enterprises with I mean, the we really appreciate and we recommit ourselves to continue to assist uh, we did commit chairperson that uh, and i know it was not asked but just to build on what was you said last- i think as part of Sorry, I was saying, Chairperson. As part of clarifying uh, and putting the, the the members of the committee at ease, we did commit to the committee that we will in the future give you a breakdown of the throughput, what we call throughput on our side. For instance, if we did have two thousand five hundred applications, I was saying, how many were approved, how many were rejected, and what were the results of that. We are working on that. The, the report will be forthcoming to, to the Portfolio Committee. I think that would put the Portfolio Committee at much more ease, at least to understand that this is what we've been able to do. This is where we know that we should be able to indicate that. This is where we have not been able to do X. Ex- uh, Honorable Fayez's pointed, asked ask the question relating to cooperatives. I've made a note of the detail. Uh, we will endeavor to give more detail in terms of the, the, the amount, the nature of the funding. But a lot of the funding that goes to cooperatives, Honorable Fayez, would be, would be within the wholesale lending portfolio, where we are either doing it through the the, the intermediaries, uh, and you'd find a lot of corporate, especially at the micro level, they pick up a lot of funding from that fund. But I believe personally that with the uh, with the uh, uh, measure process, uh, especially when we get to work closer with the corporates' uh, 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 development, uh, uh, CBD, I mean to say, we should be able to. To, to improve our work on that front and and give greater access uh to to funding for the cooperatives the i also agree as i indicated on the issue of, of uh, technology and and uh, as far as the youth is called, the youth challenge fund just to give you a sense because i think it's important as i said for the portfolio committee to know some of the problems are not problems that are within the confines of at least from a funding point of view of Civa, or even see that from a from a from a from a business support point of view with the youth challenge fund for example we received in excess of 2500 applications uh, at screening level when we got to approve we were only able to approve around 900 of the applications and the reason for that was mainly some flimsy very small mistakes like people not having attached this not having attached that the applications not being complete. We've since referred those applications to CEDA for CEDA to deal with, to improve so that we could improve the uptake. So we agree that we have to work together seamlessly between CIFA and CEDA and CBD is coming to the fold that we at least be able to give people greater access to funding. We, we do understand when we agree with the, with the challenge that has been put forward to us that we should be able to indicate if we have a program X and the target, we might be able to indicate within this timeframe, which we do. Uh, honorable fires, because we would indicate to you in quarter one, this is our target in terms of approvals. In quarter two, this is that, and we give you the performances against that each time. Uh, uh, but but we understand that the the message that we have been, is being directed to us is that we need to learn to improve all the time. We have to be more clinical. We have to be more thorough in our reporting. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you.
0: Yes,
2: Uh, Yes, Yes, I think there are just a few questions that were also asked um, that I needed to respond to. I think the last few were asked by Honourable Jacobs. Um, One, I think, was on the payment uh, on time. The National Treasury does uh, provide the quarterly reports, uh, the app reports that uh, all accounting officers are supposed to submit to treasury um, every month um, and then treasury consolidate reports uh, quarterly in terms of the payment of uh, invoices on time. Uh, we will share that report uh, that is consolidated where they name and shame departments that are complying and those that are not uh, 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 complying. And then there was a question on, on cannabis. Chair, the the issue of of cannabis, Uh, as a department, we have already um, entered into the moment of understanding with uh, one of the entities in the Eastern Cape, which is a government entity, because we understand that this is one, it's going to be one of the critical areas of growth uh, going forward. So we want to make sure that small businesses also do benefit. So we've entered into an MOU with Uh, the Eastern Cape Rural Development Agency, but also we've entered into an MOU with uh, CSIR uh, because we understand that it's not just uh, about harvesting cannabis and selling it, but it's more on the medical um, cannabis side uh, where the emphasis is being put on. So we need to make sure that we have appropriate technology that will assist small businesses uh, to harvest and process this cannabis for the benefit uh, of the country, or even for the benefit of those SMMEs. Um, so we are um, uh, uh, waiting uh, because there are some regulatory issues that need to be resolved uh, that are handled by Department of Health as well as Department of Agriculture. They are handling those matters. Mm-hmm. One area for example that we've identified is the accessibility of, of, of these uh, cannabis. I know that uh, People might say, no, it's accessible, but there are issues around the licensing. We've heard, for example, informally, that uh, it might cost um, an SMME between 23,000 to 40,000 just for someone to get a license. Uh, so those are the issues, Chair, that as a department, we are engaging on, advocating on with those people who are responsible for the regulation so that this does not become a hindrance in the development of small businesses. So it's something that we've started discussing uh, with the relevant departments. We know that there is a committee led by Department of Health as well as a Department uh, of um, Agriculture, but also DTIC has been asked to come up with a commercialization of strategy for the cannabis sector. So we are participating in these structures, but until these uh, regulatory issues are sorted or resolved, we, we, we're not gonna see, see a lot of traction. Uh, in this space, but from our side as a department, we are standing um, uh, ready uh, to get involved. Uh, we have discussed, for example, that we need to set up, you know, um, a, a, like a scheme or a program that will focus on this sector. We know that uh, it's mostly found in Eastern Cape as well as KZN. So we know that we'll have to prioritize the students that are coming from that side. But until these uh, regulations and all these other issues that Poses a, 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 a danger of excluding SMMEs are resolved. Uh, we, we were not going to really move with speed in the space. So, as a department, we are ready to chair. Just to confirm, SMME and cooperatives funding policy, I think this uh, the chair of uh, CFA has covered me uh, uh, on this matter. But in addition, check, we as we've presented to the committee that we are finalizing the policy, the policy will be going to, to cabinet. Uh, soon, also, because it has to be gazetted and 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 engaged upon uh, by various stakeholders. We 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 are planning, for example, a a, a three-day session uh, with other other stakeholders. We are supported here by European Union uh, intervention, ads who are assisting us in ensuring that we get the right people uh, around the table, because it's not just about us as government providing support to SMEs and cooperatives, but getting the private sector, recommitting themselves. I think uh, colleagues have touched on the issue of uh, the bounce back scheme, uh, comparing it to the National Credit Guarantee Scheme, which is really not that accessible to our small business. We did engage with Banking Association of South Africa and they were honest with, uh, with us. They said, no, the people that they were targeting, it's their clients and there was no requirement really from their side to be flexible in terms of the requirement, so they just continued. Uh, they just continued supporting the same people they were supporting. Uh, I think the only thing that was added there was just that there was some uh, protection from their side that uh, is if money is lost, um, some of it can be recovered from government. So we we have written to National Treasury about this bounce back scheme one of the things chair that we pushed for last year in the national credit guarantee scheme that was closed was the inclusion of the non-commercial banks which are dfis we're pushing for cifa for example to be included uh, through the cooler credit guarantee scheme because it, it helps to have an entity that is responsible for small business development because they understand these small businesses better than the commercial banks who are focusing mainly on, on, on recovering the money that has been um, given to these SMEs but we on our side we do provide the comfort that these SMEs are also provided uh, with non-financial support to make sure that they don't fail so that they are able to pay back uh, the money. One of the challenges, Chair, with the procurement um, the these pronouncements are made but in some instances there is no enabling legislation that assists uh, the the officials to implement this. Uh, when you get challenged, uh, it becomes a problem uh, because you don't have any enabling legislation. When people ask you, and what has made things worse is the setting aside of the preferential procurement regulations. um We will be meeting with Treasury next week, Monday, just to delve deeper into this. We know that uh, the, the the director general of Treasury has issued an instruction that all tenders that were advertised from the 16th of February, uh, going forward, we must not proceed, they must be held in abeyance, we should not issue any new tenders. So these things, they do touch in terms of all these procurement pronouncements. Uh, We were hoping that the procurement bill that has been spoken about will assist us in addressing the issue of public procurement in particular, but it's taking too long. We know that there's a new commitment from Treasury to get this work. Uh, concluded uh, as, as, as early as this year, before the end of this uh, calendar year. So we are hopeful, Chair, that once we have the public procurement bill, we should be able really to gain some traction in, in ensuring that the public procurement that we have uh, as a tool by government, you know, we can utilize it to develop our small businesses. Chair, I, I hope I had uh, covered most of the issues uh, that uh, have been raised, uh, if I've missed any, uh, I can I can uh, uh, respond to. Thank you,
0: Chair. Uh, thank you, D.G. Honorable members, here we are. Um, my proposal will be on the availability of ministers. I will take a ruling in 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 the meeting in management, and then I will inform members because I can see there is that zeal. To can have a session with the minister and the deputy minister. So it's something which I'm going to do. From my side, I want to take this opportunity and thank the department for having able to analyze the State of the Nation address. My worrying factor, DG, and your team, as you have indicated, is the issue of spending. Last time we were given 2.5 billion, we struggled to spend. And here we are talking about 15 billion. So we must not be impressed about the figures, but we must be impressed about the outcome. The input must lead us to good outcome. It is, it is Then that we will say we have achieved our budget, our, our targets. There is a high crisis of unemployment, which is before us, all of us. And we need to join hands and make sure that we assist each other. We'll from time to time as the portfolio committee do oversight accordingly, So the department, especially SLDG and the ministry, must try to pull your socks so that uh, all responses which you have made are being actualized. So, and we hope to see this analysis in your in your APPs because they're the ones who will give us direction. But the issue of spending, underspending is a problem and it is being created by the delay of applications. So I think as the leadership into that department with your agencies, this is something which you need to focus on mostly because we can have good presentation but if there is no outcome, out, out, output, it's a problem. So let me take this opportunity and thank you, DG, and your team. We'll have to okay. go back to yes.
1: Yeah, it's King, uh, I see the end of uh, uh, a intention. So I don't okay. know whether it's it's within the
0: which involved Maybe the it, was, it, else. it was it a was illegal hand i don't know Is thank you, uh, you uh,
6: have... yeah yes uh, yes, uh, yes. yes. Uh, i just wanted to raise this before you your closing remarks and everything remember you are coming the last uh Chepesen, uh, uh i just want to go back a little bit about the issue of uh, uh, uh. Apologies. I hear that the minister and the deputy minister, they are in a roadshow somewhere. I just wanted to clarify it here. Maybe also the next time when they come here, they can also can come and explain to us. Uh, the roadshow they are doing, is it about the department or is it their own uh, personal roadshow? Because if it's about the department, how come does the department don't know about that such a roadshow and we don't know it as a portfolio committee also? I, I don't think or I don't believe that they should engage themselves in roadshows that we don't know as a portfolio committees. That's the clarity I wanted, uh, Chairperson. Thank you.
5: Is it me, or is it very quiet in the commentary room now? Oh,
0: um, it is you. Yeah, I, I was my, 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 my speaker was closed. I'm saying, Honorable Metengeon, we received um, an invitation from the department. I was going to uh, talk to it in our um, in our announcement
5: or in my closing remarks.
0: So uh, the ruling is that we'll have to go there if they are in our constituents office because we have got other business in parliament. So the invitation is here on that one. We have received it yesterday, if not day before yesterday. But uh, we said we were going to table it here before the, the portfolio committee. I wanted to just to respond on to that one. Are you fine, Honourable Rutenjan?
4: Yes. Yes? Um, just just a comment on that. Um, yes, I attended the uh, roadshow in Pumalanga, but uh, I think the minister and the deputy and everybody involved in the roadshow must understand that we can't have it on a Wednesday. And that was my point in the beginning. I mean, there's only Fridays and Mondays available for constituency time. So it must be either in our constituency period or on a Monday or a Friday. But we can't have it on a Wednesday. I mean, I'm not going to go on a, on a roadshow of the Minister if I have to sit in a, in a, in a committee room and, in the afternoon in Parliament. Thank you.
0: Noted, noted, Honourable Kruger. I think the DG is here. We'll pass the message. So I was, I have wrap up after all that. What What is it that is our expectation as the portfolio committee based on the APP as well as the budget uh, given by the treasurer? But all in all, thank you so much, DG. Uh, we have got progress. There are certain issues which will also inform the department, which we feel we need also to iron them out. So, but I can't disclose them here today before I meet with the, the political aid in the department, which also it has been a burning issue from the side of the of the members, but it's, it is for, for good faith. And then, can we go
5: back King, to our agenda, which is consideration of minutes, and take us through.
0: Please, minutes have been circulated to us. I believe we have read, they've been read. What is critical now is to check them, the corrections in each page.
5: Can you move up, please? Move up, King. Mm, Which is page one, any correction in this page? there are no corrections, can we pass? Next page, please. Yes, move. Are there any corrections, Honourable Members? None. Can we pass this one? Move up. Any corrections? Nothing more. move. Move.
0: Uh, thank you. Can I have a mover for the adoption of the minutes for those who were in in that day?
5: Honourable Members, can I have a mover for the adoption of the Minutes? Chairperson,
0: I move for the adoption of the Minutes. Thank you, Honourable Luwengo. Any second? Honourable Members?
4: I will second. Thank you, Chair.
0: Thank you, Honourable Kruger. The Minutes is duly adopted. Let's go back to the agenda again, King. Next item,
4: Madam um, Chair. Yeah, I think you must just say goodbye to us now. <laughs> <laughs> closing
0: remarks, honey. Yes. Um, I have already summarized. Mine is to say thank you to the department. Let's move forward. We'll be waiting for your, um, for the budget speech by the minister, as well as members who will go there and participate. This has been a fruitful meeting. The meeting stand agenda. Thank you. Greetings, Chair. Greeting.
3: Thank you, Chair. You, you, awesome Bye.
0: Thank you. let's let's prepare ourselves for the afternoon session in plenary
6: sure. okay so makwa ntama tshulu inkomo mwana i va dzele khale hina hiku mfambiso wa wa department le inayena la hibe so longaka ba
5: recording stopped
6: Yeah. ba ku tshika ba ri wela ngay fa department lay inaba right of lokuboynika we 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 we, we rangela chaperson.
5: eh, eh 10%. 10%.
11: <laughs> the so. yeah, yeah.
1: King's papa, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
11: Just now in the sugar corner. I'm on my way back. Go sugar M seventeen.
1: Oh, here incha. Eh where? Eh No. no ma. Eh? Here
11: incha. Eh Eh we got Ah,
1: no 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 not é o galo que
11: Oh, no 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 não,
1: não, <inaudible> <inaudible> <inaudible>
11: And if I could look phone in, I don't know, It's because
1: something low, cacool. Lang phone in law. Never Mind you, I buy a Okay, getting a Gusado.
11: Okay,
1: get breaking perch- <intentions> Ay, <laughs> Ebra
8: hey, hey, King,
1: Ebra
8: hey, King, hey, Ebra King, hey,
1: Ebra Unjani,
8: Yapira, yeah, Unjani,
1: Matatiela, Unjani,
8: Ay, you're too
1: right,
8: Matatiela, oh, go what's gone?
11: <laughs> so, Tibaana, Matatiela, Oversight,
8: I good. Bye-bye.
11: santa,
8: santa. I
1: was a
8: सर chau, chau braquín.